name's Aaron. And he had a master plan. He had a friend. His name's Merlin. And that's where it all began. Complete recovery. Welcome to another completely solar episode of The Complete Story. I'm Chuck Kravanek, and we're uh, missing Miles today, but you know what? It, I have the great pleasure of speaking with Nash. Pronounce your last name, Nash. Orge. <laughs> Orge. Uh, CEO of Happy Solar and uh, a leader of the group that uh, we affectionately call the Solar Bros here in, <laughs> here in the office. Uh, I'm particularly excited to talk to, to you, Nash, today because uh, I am fascinated by solar. Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Nash Orge, again, it is a unique last name for sure. Tough to say, and it always gets pronounced What's incorrectly. What's the origin of that? Uh, Scandinavian. Okay. Yep, yep. And no one knows that it's an I because capitalized, for some reason, don't have the top and bottom anymore, really. So everybody thinks it's an L or a lowercase L as well uh a lot of times but no about me so i am 31 years old i own happy solar and uh have the great opportunity to work with merlin and met merlin and and really build uh start building a solar company really in this industry right now solar is just one of those things where i saw the opportunity and before starting Happy Solar, I was VP over another solar company and running all of their inside sales. And for me, I've been in inside sales really since I was about 18 years old. So over 12, 13 years now, uh, being in that inside sales world and call center world. And we're really seeing a big uh, industry shift more towards inside sales compared to that door-to-door world as well. And so coming in, we, we saw the solar industry and really looking at where it's going in the U.S. over the next five years, eight years, and really going to become a commodity for how people get their power and their energy at their house. Uh, where projections are right now, and the U.S. is really behind, right? With Europe, um, there's a couple other countries that are really at a 25 to 30% market cap uh, where the U.S. has been sitting and we're sitting right about a 5% market cap. So there's a lot of room for growth and really ex- every expert in the industry is projecting solar to grow to 20 to 25% over these next five years. And so if you really think about it, that, that'll be one out of every four homes is going to have solar, right? So it's going to yeah. be a, a big shift in the markets and even just the way we see our neighborhoods and see what's going on out there as well, where now solar's kind of there to make the roofs look almost a little bit prettier and uh, it's a status for sure. So yeah. lo- love being in it. Well, that's fascinating. Yeah. So, what was your what was your entry into the solar? You said you worked at other call centers. Did you? Yep. yep. So, I I mean, I've came from Vivint, and that was where a lot yeah. of my career started. Was at Vivint Smart Home and managing a lot of the smart home security side of inside sales, um, and I ran all of their inbound teams and. Uh, worked pretty closely with the marketing team as well to drive leads into the 
the center um, and have our reps convert it. And so it, it was an opportunity where I think for me, there was a lot of things in life. And, and I think for all of us, right, we go through life trying to figure out what's the best direction. What do we want in our lives? How do we know we're at the best place as well? And it really just came about where I took a risk going for a company that uh, was looking to hire a VP for solar. I was brand new into the solar space um, and the risk didn't pan out. It was crazy because my last, my job before that, uh, the CEO was offering like a $200,000 down payment on a home. Just if I stayed there and worked with him for the next five years and deep down, something was telling me I was ready for the next thing. Right. And even though it was a cool opportunity and I could have had a really great, amazing home for me and my family. It just had that deep down feeling of, all right, I want to take that next step and really grow. Right. And so got the opportunity to go over there to this other company, started building an inside sales organization. And between myself and all the networks um, of people that I met building this team and working with, um, we really became a tight knit group and eventually got to the point where that solar company really ran out of cash flow. Their installs were really hurting, um, which is a common thing in solar, right? Because it is construction. It is a big project and it can take three months, six months to get it installed for some of these customers. And if your operation side is not dialed in correctly, uh, you can be in a hurt spot pretty fast with how much cash flow is going on. And so got in there and we're all sitting around like, oh, what do we do now? This company's ran out of money. Nobody's getting paid. What's the next steps? And I think when you're clear about something, you have good intention and you know where you want to go, the universe just starts working in your favor, opening things up. And I met Merlin. I, I knew Scott Christensen from the past, um, kind of came at them about a few different things. And we eventually got to the point, I met with a few other solar companies specifically where I was going to kind of go take my team and do a similar role and be a VP of a company and run through them. Um, but eventually we just got to the point of, hey, let's start our own. We know how to do this. We have the connections. Um, my CMO is amazing on the lead side and he was somebody that I started working with once I got into that solar space as well. Um, and so we just took the leap, right? And we decided let's go for it. Uh, and it's been a, it's been a fun ride. So we're five months in, um, still, still a little baby, but yeah. it's been amazing so far. Yeah. Well, it's been a lot of fun having you guys here. It is, does seem to be all male right now. Is that all male? We've got a couple, um, females that were coming in to do some of our setting uh-huh. program as well, which has been really cool. Um, but yeah, I think right now we've got a lot of, a lot of male, uh, influence on the company. Yeah. yeah. So tell me what, what's it like? I mean, what's, what's your pitch? I mean, if, if you're going to yeah. talk when, cause I see you guys, your, your team out there is mm-hmm. talking to people all the time and very active. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, for me and a lot of my guys, right. When you're on a call, like the best reps that I always see are living in the call is what I like to call it, right? Where they're not distracted by external things that are happening. They're not distracted by their phone or anything like that. They're really animated and they're living in that call and being with the customer and being present. Um, And when you're selling over the phone, it is a whole different world because they're going off the sound. They're going off of that and they, they need to trust you 
through your tonalities, how you're communicating, make sure you're listening and really creating that rapport and connection over the phone. Right. Um, and there's no human interaction in a sense, um, compared to how you're sounding and what you're telling them. And with communication in reality, it's less than 10% of what you're actually saying matters and how you're saying it, how you're coming across matters the most. Right. And so for the guys, really their approach with solar in a lot of markets, not every market, but a lot of markets, it's really about, hey, let's kill your utility bill. They're kind of the evil people that are going to continue charging you more and more every year. They really are evil. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so we kind of paint that picture of, hey, with your utility bill, no matter what's going to happen, like a great example in Massachusetts just recently, they did a height a rate increase on everybody's utility in Massachusetts of 65% minimums, right? So imagine your utility bill going up a 65% within one month and having no control over that. And so it really creates a pain point for the consumers. And solar is kind of really what it's about is gaining back that power and your independence in a way, right? Where now you're not a victim to the utility company and what they're deciding to charge because you've already locked in your power. And it's almost to the sense of if you could lock in gas in 2015 at $2 a gallon compared to 4 or $5 a gallon now, um, that's really what solar does for the consumer and gives them that power for long-term uh, savings. So just to, just so you know, I installed my solar array in 2014. Oh wow, that's and, awesome! Yeah, and it was it seemed like it was like the biggest purchase I had made right. since my house. Oh yeah, but it was the one I was least uh, that I've never regretted mm-hmm. for a minute. Yeah, I mean I'm going to be paying for it for 12 years, but the interest rate's like 1.9 percent, so Amazing. it's not that I don't even bother worrying about paying it off. Mm-hmm. But I do think about the the staying connected to the grid whether we should go on battery power at some point that's something and now my son and i are we're just uh, we bought uh went to harbor freight tools and bought a solar kit type thing just to play to learn more about it for sure because when i did mine uh i went i have sun power panels and nice and uh paid some company that's out of business now to install Mm -hmm. yeah and, uh, but a friend of mine that I worked with at the same time, he did his own. Oh yeah. He's a, he was a computer guy. Right. He installed it all out. He would lived out in Stansbury park. Oh, and cool. so we were comparing stories. <laughs> it was fascinating. Well, my next question, I know we, we uh, we've got, we're short, a little short on time here today, yeah, but, uh, when you're not selling solar yes. and driving your Tesla, yes. Uh, what do you, what do you, what, what does Nash love to do? So my world, I've got a daughter named Navy. She's kind of my everything external of work. She even, how old? She is turning seven on December 21st. So she's coming up here. Um, but she is a character and she even asked me the other night, she said, I was telling her how much I love her. And she's like, do you love me or happy solar more? Cause she uh, knows that I, I happy solar is my little baby as well. Right. You tend to be <laughs> quite actively uh, involved there. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, for me, obviously starting a company, anytime you're going into that world, it is consuming and yeah. you've got to balance kind of goes out the window as my, one of my mentor previous or my mentors say where, 
I was talking to him a little bit about creating balance as running a company. And he's like, that's the last thing you need to worry about right now where it's full, uh, just consumption. And it does take up a lot of time and energy and there's a lot of, uh, sacrifice, but hopefully long-term it's the best play. Right. And really becoming a business owner. That's where I'm like, okay, this is for me for the future. And this is where I'm going to be. But if I'm not working on happy solar main things that I'm doing, me and my daughter are, pretty active we go swimming every weekend over at lifetime and so either i'm working out at lifetime fitness and at the gym or in the sauna or i'm hanging out with my daughter at lifetime and we're swimming hanging out doing all of that so that's kind of my world external of a healthy lifestyle yeah yeah absolutely all right well Nash, we're going to play uh, Chuck's Fast Five. Okay. I, I kind of briefed you on it before. Let's uh, do it. And maybe you've heard it before. And the fans uh, love Chuck's Fast Five. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, first pair, BYU or Utah? Utah. All right, a Utah man. Did you, did you go to college? No. No, no. I okay. went to Slick for one semester. I took business statistics and, and another business class. So I was very interested in business only. And after doing one semester, realizing I just am not a school guy yeah. about the whole memorization side. I love business. I love the statistics side. But uh, yeah, no school, but Utah. Don't... Uh, don't say this outside the podcast, but I think college is overrated. Okay. Okay. Next one. Power wall or power grid? Good question. Um, I'm a Tesla fan. As you know, I have a Tesla, so I'm going to have to go with power wall. Yeah. Well, I'm still trying to figure out how to leave the grid and, mm-hmm. and the evil power companies. AC or DC? Ooh, good question. Um, let's go AC. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how it all works. That's why my son and I are playing with going to play with the solar kit. Yeah, I got to get the inverters. Uh, autopilot or driver control? I autopilot eighty five percent of my. So driving. tell me how much. <laughs> I don't know enough about Tesla. I know Merlin's yeah. in the club now too. But how? Because I do, but I did buy a new car, a Hyundai oh, that has nice. the assist. Yeah. You know, so it'll tug the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. What's it like driving full? I mean, could it? Yeah. Does it drive? So it's still in beta. Okay. It's still in beta, right? But it is amazing. And I mean, if you think about it, 85% of driving not having to drive is also really amazing. Yeah. Obviously, it would be nice if it was 100%, but uh, the full self-drive is still a work in progress. I've seen some amazing videos out there of like California to San, or Los Angeles to San Francisco and zero takeovers, never touching in it, and it's all navigation autopilot, right? And so there is some amazing features. You do want to... Uh, always pay, pay attention while you're driving for sure, but it kind of yeah. just turns off a part of the brain. So yeah. it's amazing just to kind of multitask. I obviously take a lot of meetings while I'm driving as well <laughs> and do things that I'm not supposed to, but the Tesla yeah. allows you to. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like when I, I remember being on road trips where mm-hmm. you go 50 miles and not real, you like you zoned out, don't yeah. even know you were watching the road. So, mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably a little safer to have the car driving. Uh, last one, tax credits or lower interest financing? Oof, good question. I'm going to say, I mean, tax credits are awesome because they just raised, right? From good. 26% to 30%. I did not know that. That's part of the infrastructure bill. Yep, yep. yep. So that just passed. And then, man, int- lower interest is rare right now because the economy is a little nuts. Yep. Our Inflation. lowest rates are really like three nine nine, three five nine, where 
two months ago, it was 0.49, right? And so the one thing I would love back is lower interest rates. I'm going to go with that. (laughs) All right. (laughs) But I assume you use both of those as selling Of course, yeah. The 30% is amazing, and it really helps the solar industry. And that's, I mean, right when they passed it, and they did it for the next 10 years for 30%, it was, man, i glad I just started a solar company. It made a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yes, it does. All right. Well, thanks, Nash. This has been a lot of fun. And uh, look forward to great future success. Because I agree. Uh, of There's many things you can do in life. Promoting solar is one of the best. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Awesome. And that's the complete story. And we're sticking with it. You can check out this podcast with this conversation that I've had with Nash, but all the great podcasts that we have on Spotify, Anchor, and uh, click on the link in WebEx. My favorite.